Yo, Yodi, 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 Yodi. How y'all doing? How y'all doing today? You know, period. Another wonderful day in the neighborhood, huh? So, huh? What can I say? A thousand episodes. I have now published over a thousand episodes. In less than three years with this podcast. How y'all doing out there, smokers? You know what it is. I'm not about to sit and go through the whole thing because this is because this is a thousand episode. I'm not even. We I, I probably give y'all one ad break at best because I got to make some money, people. And uh, man, what a journey! Thousand episodes. And this is not just the Smokers Lounge. This is a cumulative of the Smokers Lounge as well as the Premium Smoke Room um, and everything. And I have to say, I never thought that I would have recorded a thousand episodes. <laughs> it's kind of like a marvel almost to know that I've done talk that much to talk to that many people so many times and the whole nine. So, I'm right now toasting myself because I don't drink like that with some Mountain Dew and hitting a nice blunt on Monday. Celebrating doing a thousand episodes within of the Smokers Lounge combination premium smoke room. Hello, how y'all doing? And welcome to the Smokers Lounge. You know how I am. I'm your host, Kevin Officer Champ, aka the Porn Rap Star. Find all my links with one link on my links.com backslash backslash porn rap star. Sponsors, y'all know who they are, lsworld.com, rossismagazine.com, blushrocker.com, excitebunny.com. Probably moving to GW District Black Podcasting Network. So go listen to me. Over at shopgwdistrict.com. Also, check me out five days out the week in the mornings at fullyswapradio.com. Check me out on skyhawkapital.tv.com as well as the BGP LLC app. So this is the thousandth episode, technically. Um, you know I always pre-record everything, so this is dropping on a Thursday. And as you know, my Thursday episodes when it's just me, I try to give you something to smoke over and to think. And I've been doing a bunch of interviews, a whole shitload of interviews. So, how did I begin this thousand episode? Well, I guess I can give you our wellness check. I'm doing pretty good. Spirits been uplifted. My youngest daughter, who is 19, um, has moved in with me. Um, something that I've been asking for was to connect with both my daughters um, and to have a relationship with them, which is now coming to fruition. Um, being around Vana is, is is wonderful because, you know, um, their mothers try their damnness, nothing against them, but, you know, try their damnness to keep me from really getting to know them, see them, be around them as, as much. So, 
to go from I don't talk to her hardly or at all or had any contact to every day, every morning now I wake up, I see her cute smile and, you know, and I'm happy. She, she going to get to know this side of the family who is, is ready to see her, her cousins, her aunts and everything. So I can't wait. Um, my sister and, and her husband renewing their vows in November. So we all going to be going up there. It'd be the first time I ever did a family event. And I have both my daughters there. So actually people get to meet both of them. You know. And it shows that yeah, prayer does work, I guess. You know. That's one thing I've been asking God for was to be able to see both my daughters. To spend time with them and get to know them. Even though I wasn't around for whatever reason in their childhood that I could be around their adulthood. You know. And it's been an adjustment, but it's a good adjustment, and I love it, you know. Um, but, and like I said, work has been work, you know, uh, laundry. I got to go to work tomorrow, so. And just a, a lot been been happening. Um, a lot of recordings. A lot of great interviews that I'm having coming your way of some of the industry's top talent. Um, also connecting with, you know, directors that uh, be on Tubi. They have movies on Tubi. You know, hope to bring some of them back and get some of these new ones that I haven't interviewed to give y'all a different perspective of the game and movies or what have you. So much stuff going on, so much crazy stuff, so much wildness in the world, you know. Is is if some of you smokers have been listening to the podcast, know we've been talking about everything, you know, and that's one thing that why I did this podcast was to show you a different side of some of these ladies, um, to show that they are intelligent, that they do have opinions, they can give hot takes. I mean, some of these ladies actually can be just as good, if not better, podcasters than me. I like showing women the multifaceted and, and showing different dynamics of them. You know. Um, see, I think because when you see ladies in the adult film industry, and you know, we talk about ladies, we ain't gonna talk about guys because guys don't get as much scrutiny as women do. You know, a guy actually. A guy can probably still, um, even if he found out late in life by somebody that he did porn, he would not catch the backlash that a woman would catch when it comes to doing porn. I mean, think about this. Remember the episode of Family Guy where it came out that Lois did a porn? And... And how the church reacted and, and the town reacted, you know, and everything. And a lot of times you hear females and guys, that's the first thing that come out of their mouth. They worry with, you know, I got kids. I, I talked to a girl that is doing OnlyFans, but she's not going as hard because the problem is she got kids. 
And it's not that I don't knock anybody that is worried about what people are thinking. Even though this is funny that you actually want to do the one thing that you would be judged on the harshest you want to do to make money. I want you to think about that for a second. You already know that you're going to get the Bible compass or a Bible at you. You already know that you're going to have people look at you sideways. You might have family members that may not agree with it, may turn their back on you. But you still choose to do this and then have the gall to sit here and say, well, I have kids. Oh, I'm worried that what my kids are going to find out. I'm worried about what my family's going to think or anything of that nature. And... To me, you can't be shamed to do this business and expect to make money at it or to sustain or stay in this business long enough to where you really see a payday. Because one, if you're shamed, you're going to sit here and be very worried about what people think, how people are going to react. And because you're worried about what people think and how people's going to react, you may not go as hard. You may not promote as hard. You may not put as much effort or attention to detail or 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 try to focus to expand your career or do everything. Because understand, the more popular you become, the more known you become, the more seen you become, the, the more people know you. It's called making a fan base. If you're making money at this business, you're kind of known because that means a lot of people spending money. I never understood why people were so worried about it. it, it like I said, porn's the only genre where no one comes in with a long-term plan and they come in shamed. You never hear anyone say they're ashamed of being a runway model or a comedian. You know, you might have some family members that might be like, being a comedian ain't a real job, you know what I'm saying? You know, and they might want you to do a career or something, but it, compared to sex work, no. Never ever see being a comedian. But what's so funny is people find this business easy to get into, so that's a conundrum. You're ashamed of it, but... You choose it because it's easy to jump into and you can make what is considered easy money. You consider it a hustle. You consider it no different than I'm going to sell a couple of keys of cocaine and then after I make enough money to pay off my car note and to catch up my rent, I'm out. Not realizing that shit. Once you start making that money, that money gets good to you. See, it's, I always find the conundrum of that because it's like from talking to different people from different spectrums and time frames of being in this industry and, and the length of time they've been in this industry, it, it's kind of like it's funny how when you listen to the way that people came in back in the day versus now and yes, yeah, it's a night and day. See, I always wondered, and I always question this, because, understand this, I know a lot of y'all motherfuckers say he must really hate this era. He must really hate that people got the opportunity to create their own content, power their own. No, I'm all for it. Because 
think. I was an independent. I never worked for Hollywood. I always worked for myself. I had my own. I had my own company, BCM Triple X Films. I've been doing independent work from North Carolina for over to fifteen to over twenty years. I'm independent on the podcasting tip. I was independent on the rap tip, so I've always been independent. I've never been affiliated with anything. Of of circuit, motherfuckers had my own record label, Lucas Entertainment Records. Stop playing. But the thing of it is, was that it wasn't meant for everyone to get in the business. It wasn't meant for it to be this easy. It wasn't meant for the average Joe to just jump their ass into this because. When you do, this is what you have. You have the pricing of the business goes down because it's a saturation. Because women who dominate this business love to undercut each other to make a buck or to look cute. Think about it. Why would the next girl do a free? Why everyone was doing these these free subscriptions? I know I talk shit about it, but let's be honest. Because they saw the next girl do it. They saw the next girl brag about, you know, what percentage she is as far as on OnlyFans or what have you. Come on, they still post, oh, I'm top 7%. Like, anyone really gives a shit, you the top 7%. The only thing these guys give a shit about is, boo-boo, are you busting it open on camera? It's worth me paying for it. I'm not, they're not going to you because you're the top 1%. They're not going to They're going to you because they find you sexy as fuck and they want to see you do something freaky. That's why they are subscribing. See, it's just crazy how we have a lot of ladies now doing uh, consultations. And to be honest with you, some of you motherfuckers need to actually pay some of these ladies for their advice because they know what they're doing of making money. Now, I know y'all about to say, oh, oh, you about to trash girls at concert. No, 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 no. I don't try. Females that know what they're doing, I have no issue with them counseling other females how to make money. And even to a certain extent, men. It's the women and men that don't have a fucking clue that I wish would shut the fuck up. See, Paisley Hayes is probably one of the baddest in the game. She knows how to make money. She knows how to make money and how to market yourself in this business. Lady X, Lady Ray X, she's starting a consultation. You have a lot of ladies doing this. And the reason why, because you want to know why? Because there's no handbook that tells you how to do this business. And because of that, motherfuckers come in with no knowledge and they just jump in based off of what the next person is doing that they're seeing on a Twitter feed. Like, I can look up a book to find out how to break it to the music business. I, I can look up a book to, to tell me how to break it to the movie business, become a movie director, to get my shit distributed, even get my shit on Tubi. But there's no book to tell us how the fuck you do porn. You have to actually ask the next motherfucker on trial and error. See, if you go and you listen to these thousand episodes that I've actually done, if you would actually, you know, 
listen to the premium smoke room. And granted, yes, you get to see tits and ass in the premium smoke room. But if you actually listen to the conversation, we kind of give you the real about the industry. We just give it to you with tits and ass in your face. But I hope that many of you people, especially my premium smokers, when you listen to the premium smoke room podcast and the other episodes that we, you know, other podcasts, that you actually listen to these men or women are actual people. They're no different than the average American, average citizen, average man and woman. It's just they do porn. They want to be respected as such. They want to be looked at as such. I mean, don't get it twisted. We love fans. But there's a respect that you need to have when you come step to it. Because still, at the end of the day, because porn might be more accessible, that doesn't mean that porn is more normalized or more liked or more accepted. Because it's still, you got men still hiding their sexuality. You still have men who are scared to admit their, their, their sexual kinks and what have you. You still have kink shaming in the black community and in other communities of color, you know. And even to a certain extent, you might always say white, the white community. So, these thousand episodes showed me a lot about the industry. And I hope that y'all enjoyed the journey of these thousand episodes. Yeah. Huh. It's a lot that been going on in the world. And I've been listening to a lot of YouTubers. I listen to a lot of YouTube. You know, I um I watch YouTube. I I, I love podcasts, as y'all know. I, I listen to two very heavily, others sparingly. Um, but, and of course, you know, the lovely T's, the Tasha K's and everything. And, um, it's interesting that it's been a lot of crazy shit that's been going on. Let's keep it going. And it's been a lot of racial crazy shit going on. Because within the span of a week, we had the Alabama brawl, the guy in Detroit with the chair beating up a white dude because he white dude said something special. A white woman walking around with blackface in Target. You know. And there's some other stuff I heard is going on with Niger and uranium and all that good stuff, you know. And it's kind of like to me, it's just it's it's like this. I think at the end of the day, we as a society lack respect for ourselves. 
for humanity, for for being human, for being a person. Because it's like think about it. The doc, the guy in Alabama was doing his job. The captain of the ship was actually a white guy. And he said numerous times to this boat to move. So the only reason why the black guy even stepped to those white people because they were asked numerous times to, to move. Why didn't they move? Why didn't they move? Now, I know the question you were asked is devil's advocate. If that was a white dude, I think... No, I think it might have ended differently. Or it might have ended the same. We don't know. But we do know right now it was a black guy that got his ass beat up. And then afterwards, which I enjoyed watching, all those white people getting their ass with chair shots and everything. But see, it goes to a deeper thing because we can say white privilege. We can say they were racist. We can say all these things. No. Respect. Respect that this man is doing his job. Respect that these people is on a boat and they're ready to get the fuck off. And all you had to do was just circle the block to come back. Or just pull down. It was too much trouble for you to move your boat. The lady from Target with the black face. What was the point? What did, did Was you trying to go viral? And was that the viral that you wanted? Did you not realize that it, it could have cost you your job, friendships? Your kids might be embarrassed that their mama walking around in the Target with a black face asking with the prize section. Like, you crazy. Now, they mentioned something about mental health that um, she had said some 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 shit about shooting people this 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 but now I, I don't equate that to mental health we gotta stop that everything is a mental health thing no some motherfuckers just idiots man you can't stupid is not a a a handicap it's not a mental ailment it's a fucking decision that is dumb. Which thus you call him stupid. See, the thing about it is that people is it, it, at a point in life where it's like this. Like I said, it's a respect for being human. It says in the Bible, do unto others as you want to be done unto you. All these people want to quote the Bible. All these people want to say they're Christians. All these people want to say all this. But they completely miss the whole boat on to unto others as they do unto you. Meaning that you wouldn't want someone in her case walking in looking like her trying to mimic her ass at her job. She was ready to call the cops on you. 
two of the white people that was in that brawl on a convenience store. So you wouldn't. So if you ask someone to leave your convenience store because they're causing a ruckus, you wouldn't want them to start beating your ass, would you? See, it's, it's like people don't give a shit about people's feelings, about people's emotions, about their well-being. I mean, think about it. Yeah, some people that were sitting there talking about the strike and how the the, the strike of the actors and and all this and one of the the, the, the top actors, he, um, the guy who won uh, Oscar for Pose, had to sell his house because he wasn't making money and and a lot, some people are not sympathetic to that. You know, or not sympathetic to what's going on in Hollywood, to the, you know, because they were like, well, shit, y'all motherfuckers pretend to be big time. Now y'all crying because of what? Y'all get the drift of what I'm saying. But once again, at the same it once again, you come back and you say, well, they have to live a facade, right? If you saw. One of these actors that you saw in the Marvel driving a fucking Uber. Y'all would drag his ass. Y'all would rag his ass. Y'all would drag him. Talk shit about him. He'll be all over the blogs. I remember when Jaheen was reported driving Uber. Motherfuckers like, oh my God, he done fell off. He broke his shit this and third. Do y'all realize just because put that woman first as number one doesn't mean that he he made money from put that woman first. Y'all hear the stories about what happened with these rappers and these singers. It's no different than actors. Isabel Sanford worked as a waitress until the second season of The Jeffersons when they had to convince her to quit her job. She was still working a nine to five doing The Jeffersons and doing Archie Bunker. No, excuse me, Mod. No, wait a minute. No, Archie Bunker. Archie Bunker. Archie Bunker, my bad. So you gotta realize it's a facade. Even to some of these porn stars. Yeah, and I was bringing back the porn. It's a facade. It's a facade so that other porn stars would think that they're killing it. Is a facade to make the fans see that you're doing good. Because even to the point, like, you heard the conversation where we said we film a lot. The reason why you film a lot is so you can continue to drop content. So if something happens where you have to take a break from the industry, you know it. People close to you know it. But the fans don't even take notice and don't realize it because you're still dropping new shit. You're still relevant. So they have to keep that facade. They have to look like they're rich. Because if the rapper didn't look like he was rich, you wouldn't buy his shit. You wouldn't believe his lifestyle. You wouldn't think that. So many niggas, they ain't even getting bras like that. But they got to rap about it so that it looks good to y'all. 
Y'all ever realize that all these shoots that these guys are doing, these women are doing, man, it taking a toll on their asses, taking a toll on them financially, taking a toll on them physically, taking a toll on them, period. You might see Finny with umpteen chicks, but you don't realize that she had to go through to get with those umpteen chicks. Y'all don't understand the fatigue that might set in, being tired, being worn out, having to work through a shoot because your dick don't want to stay fucking hard. They're not going to show you that shit. No. Because that ain't how the world works. These podcasters, these celebrities, they're going to show you the in Cabo. They're going to show you this. But let me tell you what it is. They ain't going to never sit there and show you when they sitting there crying and depressed and pissed off about some shit. Well, some of them, because some of them will actually go on their podcast and literally tell you what the fuck is wrong with them. I respect them more than any of that. Because to me, if you can show me your good side, you can show me your bad side. Fuck it. Yeah, I look at it. I keep it real. Yeah, I, I, I'll sit there and tell you when I'm depressed. If I feel like tweeting that shit, and I tell you when I when I'm happy to the motherfucker, because I'm real. There's no facade with me. There's no mask with me. You get what you get when it comes to Bobby Lee Lucas Jr., baby, aka Kavanaugh, the Southern Champ, aka the porn rap star. There you go. Welcome to the world court and Bobby Lucas. See, it's... See, the thing about it is that a lot of these ladies have betrayed their scene. Sometimes, even fellow time don't realize that Shorty is married with two kids when they're doing the shoot. We have to wear the mask. We... It, Celebrities have to wear the mask. Rappers have to wear the mask. You know, even these influencers have to wear the mask. These YouTubers. You know, period. It's like, it happens to me. I fall into it. I'm looking there. I'm like, damn, I wish my black ass would go to fucking Cabo. Damn, I wish my ass could do this. Damn, I wish my ass could do that. But then I have to remind myself sometimes. Maybe not my time yet. Maybe I ain't done enough to earn it yet. You know, one day I will be able to travel and go to the Exoticas, to the AVNs, just like y'all. But at the same token, let's look at that. Look how much money these people have to spend to go to the Exotica in New Jersey. Which, from your hotel to, 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 to your tickets. Uh, ladies get in free Friday, but shit, you still got to get in that bitch Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, uh, the money they got to spend on TTS tests they trying to shoot. Even though, yeah, I'm going to the Zotica, but I also got to book people for interviews. I got to book a bunch of interviews, so just in case I still walk away with a nice chunk of interviews, just in case people don't show up for the interview. Same thing with shooting. Imagine if I was filming. Uh, I had to pay that 200 something dollars for that TTS. And then, oh, add to it, what if they have a work stoppage that weekend? 
Looking for me being a podcast, that don't hurt nothing for me. But I'm just saying. It's a sacrifice. It's a give. It's a get. It's, it's a catch-22 to anything that you do in this world. It's catch-22 when you do this business. That's why I said it amazes me when people get in this business to have shame. It's funny when I hear someone complain about a body count when you're in the business that you're going to have body count. I find it funny when females try to find the easiest way to get into this business without fucking a damn dude, but at some point you end up fucking a goddamn dude. Because at the end of the day, you can't avoid what this business is about. You can't. Because no matter how you skin it, let me give you the whether it's a boy girl, whether it's solo, whether it's fetish, whether it's whether it's BDSM, whether it's uh kinks or what have you, you are peddling and selling sex. Whether it's mental enjoyment or physical enjoyment, it's still sexual in nature. You peddle smut. You are a sex worker. I don't give a damn if you do foot fetish and you don't take out now bit of clothes except for your, your shoes and socks to show your feet. You are selling sex. They're not looking at your feet because they're looking at your feet. Why be ashamed of that? Well, I feel bad about that. It's funny how we sit here and we scream to be so fucking progressive, but yet people get to this business still worried if their kid's going to find out that mama was in a gangbang. But yet mama will sit here and go to a swinger party with no problem and the kids know that she swings. We sit here and try to be forward with the education of, you know, we sh we shouldn't, you know, we, we should discuss slavery. We should discuss this. We should discuss that. But yet y'all get into a, some of you people get into a profession where there's technically not supposed to be no judgment. I mean, think about it. It's just, I, I, I mean, it's just funny to say, I just, just put it this way. Just say that you just want to be a freak <laughs> on camera. No, 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 not even that. I can't even say, I can't even say that for you ladies. No, they just say, bottom line, the only reason why you doing this is you just want to check it off your bucket list. That's fine. But don't sit here and come into the business or sit here and act and have a nerve to scream. I'm a content creator. When you're sitting here, got them getting the shit fucked out of your ass. No, you, you do porn, babe. You, 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 you do porn. Whether it's amateur, whether it's pro or pro-amateur, you do porn. Whether it's softcore or hardcore, you do porn. 
That's what I mean. It's just funny as fuck. That's why them girls that 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 during the pandemic made all that six figure money and you don't hear from them again because they were ashamed of what they were doing. So, dude, wants you to take a picture of your butthole for a thousand goddamn dollars, but you sit here and will post motherfucking bathing suit pictures, thong pictures, twerk videos on fucking Instagram and TikTok for fucking free. Smoke that over. Make it make sense, people. Make it make it make motherfucking sense. You sit here and worry about your kids finding out, but you on Facebook talking about you at a swinger party with you and your homegirls. Make it make sense. This is the stupidity that I said to people. It was like just like when I was hearing the conversation about, you know, no, nah, I keep my stuff, you know, for 30 seconds because I don't want them to jerk off because then once they jerk off, they ain't gonna want to buy my shit. Now I've been talking about this. I know you smokers have heard me say what I'm gonna say. Y'all know it. It's the dumbest shit I ever heard in my mind. I'm not going to go into why it's the dumbest shit I ever heard. I don't even want to break it down to you people. If you want to hear it, go back and listen to it back then. Go back to any of the episodes. I guarantee you don't heard me talk about it. But that just shows you the ignorance and stupidity of the people that are getting in our business. That shows you the shame of it. The shame. See, y'all equate a nut with a lack of a sale. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I, I want you to think about this for a second, right? There's movies that be on Tubi that I scroll through and I run across it. I take a look at the trailer, right? Then I don't fuck with it. Then I go look at the trailer. Then I don't fuck with it. Then finally, fucking one day, check it out. And it was banging. That's kind of like how the porn works. He sees your... Because see, this is what y'all missing. Y'all thinking in the annals of one scene. No. You do not make money off of one scene in porn. You make money of a cumulative of sales of multiple scenes as well as services that's how you make your money. So one scene is not going to get you a payout. One scene ain't even going to make your ass famous, boo. This ain't back in the day like with Superhead where she did Mr. Marcus and, and there you go. She was already famous because she was a video vixen. Kim Kardashian and that's a conversation for another day. But the, the point I'm trying to make is it takes more than one fucking scene. It takes more than one fucking trailer. But see, y'all so fucking short-sighted and stuck on that escort uh, mentality, thought process, bullshit that y'all done brought to porn that y'all don't know how to market yourselves good enough to where you think that I need to have a whole Twitter feed of me 
squirting and shoving a dildo into my pussy for y'all to buy my shit, which is not actually the case. Even though I'm not knocking anybody that has that Twitter feed, by all means, what works to get them into the building? But you better make sure you got the shit to keep them in the building. You understand me? Because I keep saying the nut for a porn fan, for a customer, is that I am satisfied in the money that I had spent. If I had spent it, for example, if I'm going to join your OnlyFans for fucking free and then later let you bill me for the next for the next month for $24, $10, or even five, or whatever the fuck y'all people want to charge. And I go into your Twitter, I go into your OnlyFans and one, you giving me more paywalls. Two, the, the shit is garbage. The scene's not long. They're repetitious. You ain't giving me, I'm not even able to sit down and chit chat with your ass. Oh no. Now I got to go subscribe to the, 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 the other what we call it, because y'all done figured I need to do two of them, so I can offer this, this, and this, which, you know, it's nothing wrong with the business thought process, but here's the point. Why I'm going to pay to fuck with you twice on the same platform? And for you to make me have to do that, you have to entice me where it is worth me subscribing to both your free shit and the shit where uh, I pay subscription. Because if you're doing the same thing on both profiles, then why do I need to pay for both profiles? But see, once again, because y'all dumbass is so shamed of what the fuck y'all do, and y'all, so I'm trying to get as much numbers as possible. Y'all not thinking about working smart, not hard. Because that means you have to maintain to the same platform twice. And then if you ain't got no other platform and, well, Old fans try to bump your ass off. You done lost two platforms. And you make it, what, you might just say double the money from OnlyFans. But what if you had a loyal fans and, see? See, these thousand episodes, I hope the smokers that listen, whether they're in the business or not in the business, understand that it's a method to the madness of when you do this business. And like I said, it begins with, because someone asked me, What's the first thing you need to know about breaking the point business? I said, whatever shame you had, throw it out the window. Whatever hangups that you had, throw it out the window. Because this ain't the business for it. This ain't the way, this is not the business for you to be shamed and think that ain't no one going to find out, uh, what, what is it? Uh, um, that's the main one, it? Yes, people will probably find out. I suggest that you have a job that 
if someone found out, you probably won't get fired from. You know, period. Usually a uh, health department job do, or and you might have some bosses who don't give a shit. But if you're a teacher, there's a good possibility, yeah, you might get fired. <laughs> if you get found out. You know, period, for whatever reason. Because like I said before, it may be normalized, but it's not accepted to be a sex worker in this country. No matter how much Beyonce sung about on the fans, I don't mean that her ass would let motherfuckers, yeah, I don't think that Blue Ivy, she got to the Asian side, she wanted to do OnlyFans and bust it open. I don't think Beyonce would want her to do that. See, that's why I say, you can't, it's like, it's funny, it's for everyone wanted Adam 22 to be ashamed of the fact that he let his dude fuck his girl. See, that's the crazy part about the world. They also, people love to project their shame upon you. Because they know they would be shamed if they did that shit. And mad at you because you not. That's the crazy part. They mad at you because you you don't feel any kind of ways. Because we're supposed to. We we supposed to feel some type of way. That way we were taught. We supposed to feel, oh, you're not supposed to do that. Because it's kind of like, it it's just like when I hear females that lead the business, they trash the business. You know what it was when you walked your ass in it? You wasn't, it wasn't blind to the, you wasn't blind. You feel me? So, I don't know. I don't know, smokers. I think, I think the part, like I said, with the world is that we don't respect people, their decisions, and the way they want to live their lives. I mean, I agree with what you do, but I'm not going to hate you for it, nor I'm going to judge you for it. Yeah, you can vote for Trump. I'm not going to hate you because you voted for Trump. I'm not going to hate you if you felt that the election was rigged and, and, and it was some dirty shit. That's your business. But don't push your ideology on me. That's the one thing I don't do. I don't push shit on people. For what? I tell you my opinion and I leave it there. If you don't like my opinion, that's on you. Put it in the comments. See? I'm just, I don't know. Smokers, I just find, I just find the industry crazy. And like I say, it's just funny because when you hear people sit here talking about, oh, this is the greatest time we... We the the, is, it, the content creators got their power back and this this this. Well, you know, did you ever think that maybe some industries the creator not supposed to have too much power? It's good to have power as a creator, yes. But the problem is, is that we don't have no decorum with it anymore. Now, I know y'all saying decorum like, damn, wait a second, no, 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 the quality of it. The quality of it. The way that the industry as a whole wanted to be looked at has completely changed. 
And because it has changed, look where we at. That's why I told you, I said, my podcast, we talk about shit that probably the average podcast probably won't talk about that that, that does to the point. It's nothing against them. It's just me. I rather, I told you, smoke this over. I want to give you something to think about. Don't give me one shaking, people. I'm sorry. Because I got thrown off because I got a text. Uh, I might be doing a late show. I don't know. But the point being is, people, in closing, the one thing that opened the door went for people that got in this business that shamed of being in it. See, that's why I hate people that wear masks. Because you do it because it, it, you can sit here and say you're professional, what have you. I get it. But the reason why I hate it is because you get to walk away unscathed. Unscathed. You, you lost nothing. You escaped the scrutiny. Whatever reason, I get it. Okay, you had a job, that, that, then why even do this? Because I'm pretty sure the job that you got, that way you can't show your face, pays that damn well. That's why you really give a shit about covering your face. But to me, I think it's kind of cowardly. But I ain't mad at you. I don't knock no hustle. But me... But then again, I'm sorry. I can't project how I would do things upon that person. Because that person has his reason why he is or her reason to wear a mask. Me, I know walking in, I said, nah. If I'm in, I'm all in. No half step. So that being said, life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You have to smoke. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try that again, shall we? Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke this over. Check out the merch. The link is in the description. And don't forget to subscribe to the Premium Smoke Room for Premium Smoke Room podcast for you to enjoy. Excuse me, five Premium Podcasts for you to enjoy. For $4.99 a month, gets more candy, it gets more wild, it gets more crazy. The tits come out, dildos come out. But what really comes out is the truth and the real smoke about the adult film industry. Y'all have a good night.